Hi, welcome to episode 596 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I will testify under oath that everything I've said on this podcast is 100% true. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue 1 and going all the way to issue 645. Today it's Fantastic Four, 606 from July 2012. Adventures in Red by Jonathan Hickman and Ronald Garney. So the Fantastic Four are in a ship, flying around some red planet, but they start losing pressure, losing altitude. They crash into the side of a mountain, and they're all dead. The end. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Dave Elliott at podcastff. And you can download other episodes at iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Oh, sorry. That's not right. There's still like 20 more pages. So next we have a flashback where the Fantastic Four are sitting around a table with a big red mountain on the table. Ooh, I would love a mountain of big red. I would chew my way through it. Reed points out their so-called target on the three-dimensional map of the mountain. Back in the present, they wake up from being knocked out by that crash, not dead. Reed orders them to put on their spacesuits. So the ship is able to bore through a tunnel into the planet. And the Fantastic Four get out of the ship and they head down the tunnel. They end up in this large cavern filled with big red mushroom things. And they keep moving on. They go, go, they go on for an hour. Three hours. Four hours. Jeff Probst comes out and offers a pizza for anyone who wants to quit. Five hours. They get attacked by these little yellow amoeba creatures. They seem harmless. But the Fantastic Four look up and they see these much bigger creatures like big giant bacteria with teeth. I got this, Ben says. Back to the flashback, the Fantastic Four are talking about the kinds of parasites and predators they might encounter, which Reed says they are simple creatures that can be easily evaded and fooled. And then back in the present, Johnny tries to attack the creatures with flames, but the air is super oxygenated and everything around them catches on fire. And Sue has to save them with a force field. Reed ends up jumping on the back of one of the large bacteria monsters, jabbing a couple of control rods into the creature's back, giving him control over the creature, and the four of them ride off together on the back of this big round creature. They get close to their target, whatever that is. As always, Hickman never tells us anything. The creature gets stuck, struck, by a lightning bolt, and the four of them fall off. They approach their target on foot, and Johnny's like, my god. And then a flashback where Reed is talking about his target. The big, this big giant target, which he says they can't blow up, they can't cut it up, and they can't beat it into submission. So Reed says they're going to steal it. And in the present, we finally see it. It looks like a big, sloppy lump of something. And in another flashback in the hospital, the Fantastic Four are visiting a very sick Willie Lumpkin who has days to live because of cancer, a tumor too large to operate on. So that's what the Fantastic Four are doing. 
They've shrunk down. They're inside of Willie's body. They're going to remove the tumor, and after they're done, they show Willie the tumor in a jar. But it's one tumor? One tumor was going to kill Willie? The cancer didn't spread anywhere else in his body? They're just like one tumor? So that's the story. They saved Willie's life by traveling into his body and removing a tumor. That's it. You know, if the Fantastic Four wanted to make a real difference in this world, instead of fighting supervillains all the time, they should just devote themselves full-time to removing tumors from cancer patients. But this seems like something special they only do for mail carriers or people they know. Now that his big story is over, Higman's small stories are just little bits of weirdness. I think the only reason this works is because I like the art of Ron Garney so much. Other than that, it's nice to see Willie Lumpkin again, but other than that, not much of an issue. And now's my favorite part of the podcast where I get to transition into that funky music. Welcome to episode 596, part 2. It's FF19 from August 2012. Safari by Jonathan Hickman and Gabriel Hernandez Walter. The story starts in the jungles of Wakanda and a stampede of animals rhinos, zebras, and an elephant, all being ridden by Franklin, Valeria, and the other Future Foundation kids. That seems awfully dangerous. What sane parent would let their child ride around on a rhinoceros? The kids are joined by this one local girl who leads them to a Wakandan, to the Wakandan Reservoir, where the animals can drink. Valeria is asking some questions about the politics of the area, when Bentley kicks her ass into the lake. And then all the other kids start jumping in, all steer we still wearing their white FF jumpsuits. While everyone is swimming, Alex Powers uses his gravity powers to float up to the top of the waterfall to take in the view. But up top, he finds a dead man clutching the symbol of the Hyena Clan. I'm guessing those are not nice people. Of course, on the next page, we learn that they are ruthless scavengers who travel Africa Taking what they want. Killing whatever stands in their way. Kind of like Eric and Donald Jr. The girl tells everyone to be careful. The body may be booby-trapped. Of course, on cue, the body blows up, covering all the kids in blood and guts. Oh, I don't think the Comics Code Authority would approve of that. The Hyena Clan symbol device he was holding starts to beep. And soon, a portal opens up, and the kids run and hide as the Hyena Clan comes out. Their plan is to steal the water in the reservoir. I assume by diverting the flow of the river, or maybe filling up a lot of bottles. One of the men notices Dragon Man trying to hide behind a tree, and not doing a very good job. They shoot at him, that doesn't work. Alex uses his gravity powers to send the Hyena Clan flying up into the air. The kids manage to get that teleportation device and send the Hyena Clan somewhere else, which looks like a room with some Wakandan guards and stuff and a 
female Black Panther. Next, the kids are back on their wild animals, and Valeria and that local girl, Onam Onami, are talking about asking Reed to allow Onami to come and join the school for the crazy smart kids. And that is the end of the issue. Back to the kids again. Which, I'm not a fan of these smart kids and their stupid adventures. So that's all for this issue, this episode, these issues. So long kids, this podcast is over for real.